Hello and welcome to Women of Substance. Today I have a very special longtime friend, Rhonda Pihala, and I believe that you're going to really get a lot out of this interview. Uh, let me just tell you a little bit about her background. Of course, she's a vocalist and has sung for the Lord even since she was a small child. And um, in 1978, she went to Rama. I say Rama Bible Training Center. That's how old I am. It's actually college now. Um, but she sang uh, with Faith's Creation, and that was Brother Kenneth E. Hagen's first uh, singing group at Rama, and they traveled all around the uh, the uh, United States and sang, and she was a part of that group for years, and um, just, you, you will love her um, testimony, some of the things that she said that she had to overcome through the years, and yet still serve God, really, all the way through the situations, and really, she said that uh, because of her singing and not just in front of people or not just at church, but when she was at home alone with the Lord, the singing brought such strength to her. And so I believe, um, even if we're not vocalist, I mean, I'm not, but we can make wonderful music with the Lord and sing and that joyful noise coming out of our mouth. I believe it makes him happy. I, uh, I remember years ago when, um, my little girls would come in on my birthday and sing happy birthday to me. And sometimes it was off tune. Sometimes it, when they were really little, the words might've been scrambled a little bit, but it meant everything in the world to me. And I believe that's the heart of God. He, he just wants to hear you sing and magnify him and uh, have that fellowship time. But Rhonda is different. I mean, she has a beautiful, beautiful voice. And I know that you'll enjoy Um, listening to her today and I believe she'll inspire you so uh, listen in we want to welcome you today to Women of Substance I'm so glad that you're listening to this podcast and I appreciate you very much today I have a very special guest and friend for years really we're sisters (laughs) <laughs> in the Lord. And this is Rhonda Pihala. Hey, Rhonda. Hi. I'm so glad you joined me today. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Rhonda and I have known each other for 40, 40 years, I think. Right? Yep. Long, long time. <laughs> long we were 12, time. right? Yeah. So maybe like, let's go with five. <laughs> And I was thinking today, you've sung at two of my weddings, <laughs> right? Oh, dear. I know. <laughs> That's how long we've known each other. <laughs> anyway, I just love her dearly. And you're really going to get some uh, wonderful uh, words and encouragement today from from her life and her experiences and, and even what she's doing now. So I want to start with just asking you a little question. Please tell me about your uh your childhood, how you grew up, and um, how that led into what you've done uh, for for God in ministry. Okay, well, um, I was raised in a Christian home, of course. Um, we went to church every time the door was open. Um, and from the time, I, everybody asked me, when did you start singing? Well, I don't ever remember not singing. I think I started singing when I started talking, probably. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so for for years and years, I, I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, till I was nine years old and went to a church um, um, with my family and my cousins. Every, we were all in the church together and we sang together and um, just did all kinds of fun things. And then we moved to South to Greenville, South Carolina when I was nine. And we started going to a church here where the pastor himself had also uh, been in the church of God. And my first cousin, who was an associate pastor at that time, had also come out of the church of God. We all kind of came out of the church of God. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a great background. Um, yes. My grandmother, actually, in the 1920s, had her own tent and was a tent <laughs> revivalist. She really was she was really born before her time. Um, yeah. She was quite something and was one of those um, who maybe I get a little bit of this from. She didn't really care what the rules and regulations said. She yeah. was just going to do what she thought told her to do. And right. she just ran with it. Praise so, God. She was a preacher. In that, um, yeah, she was a preacher. And, um, and you know, just started singing and been singing ever since. <laughs> well, you know what I appreciate about the Church of God? Of course, my husband, David Horton, comes from Church of God background and uh, just, uh, you know, they, wonderful ministers, pastors, etc. But also yeah. beautiful music. Yeah. And Rhonda yeah. is a wonderful vocalist. You have a beautiful voice. And um, uh, I just um, I had the opportunity to have a Gulf Coast convention not too long ago. Rhonda's helped me with a lot of those. But one of them, or two of them, maybe, your cousin came. You're talking about your cousins. Yep. Y'all sang yep. together. One of her cousins came, and, and they sang together on the platform. And I remember how astounded people were. And I think Patsy was there. Patsy Caminetti was there that, yep. that time. And she said, oh, my gosh, you're, you and your cousin harmonized so beautifully. Well, so, we've been singing together since, um, I don't know, I, we were three, four years old, singing around my grandmother's mm-hmm. piano when we lived in Charleston. My aunt. Um, then who was a pastor's wife herself, she would sit down and play and um what I call that clanky kind of playing. David would know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um just sweet, you know. And we yeah. would sing and sing and sing for hours at the piano mm-hmm. after we ate fried chicken at my grandma's house. Praise so, God. So, yeah, so we always always done that and still love yeah. doing it today. That's so good. Well, and then you became, you went to Raymond Bible Training Center Mm -hmm. at a pretty young age. Yes, I was um, actually, I went in September of 78. I was 17, um, about to turn turn 18, and um, went out and uh, joined the face creation team. Yes. Um, We'll say, oh, you were in the Raymond Singers. I'm like, no, I'm a dinosaur. I was in face (laughs) famous singers ever happened <laughs> but, um, started with them in December of that year one of the girls was getting married and so I replaced her and then went on the road traveling with the group and brother Hagen and um, uh, Ken Jr. and yeah that's wonderful praise God and you met your husband there at Rama, correct yes I did mm-hmm. met my husband at Rama. And we, uh, once we got married, we pastored for 13 years, one being starting out in Panama City Beach. Yes. And you were in our position. Yeah. <laughs> and I think 
be in our congregation other than people our age uh were old enough to be our parents yes y'all we were young so young and but and so brave (laughs) but i remember (laughs) meeting now i I remember don't do that (laughs) well y'all did a great job though you really did you meant so much to me and steered me toward um you know toward my destiny in christ and uh I was really on the wrong path and, you know, it was because of y'all's love and personality and just the knowledge of the word of God and the spirit of God that really attracted me to the Lord. And um, y'all taught me about the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that was me. And it really changed my life. So praise God, even though we were about the same age, weren't we 19 or 18 or whatever? Nineteen. You were you were my first pastor's wife. So. <laughs> Praise God for that. So anyway, and then you went overseas a great deal. Yeah, uh, yeah. We went to uh, well, we pastored um, for a few years. Um, one being um, six year stint in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, yeah. and from there is when um, we decided it was time to travel more. So we moved back to South Carolina where my family was and um then we started over a lot of overseas work. Um yeah. did a lot of humanitarian aid and then of course did meetings and speaking in churches and Bible schools and yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And all the time you were mostly singing, but I'm sure you did some teaching as well. Did yeah, I did some teaching but mostly singing and mostly of course taking care of my kids then too too, you know kids were younger right yeah yeah. um and then you before that you were um in reverend mack and lynn hammond's church leading Mm -hmm. worship there right yeah i led worship there and um uh, that was actually probably my first push out into actually leading worship um you know you don't really tell lynn no and um (laughs) said no you're gonna worship and I'm like no I'm just gonna sing because I'm not you know I've never been one of those people who likes to just be out in front of everybody uh I could I'd rather just stand behind the curtain and sing that's where I'm really comfortable (laughs) and she's like no you're gonna lead and I'm like well no I'll just sing no no you're gonna lead and so yeah I said oh okay then I'm gonna lead (laughs) because in Panama City you know Steve did a lot of the leading and I just sang a but um anyway, yeah, so she she pretty much pushed me out there and <laughs> I guess she was right. It worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and you've had the opportunity to minister and sing really in a lot of countries and across the United States, which is beautiful. Yeah. And, and even on um the the Lambs broadcast, uh yep. TV network. They featured you, you know, quite a few times and, um, it's just ministered to so many people. And I love having you at the Gulf Coast conventions that we've had and, and just other seminars that I've had. In fact, we have one coming up in the spring that we're planning. Rhonda will be in Tampa with me down here. And so, um, that'll be coming up, but we're really glad that, um, you have been a part of our ministry. It's really enhanced. Music is so important in services, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's important period in your life. Um, I, I, you know, my heart, my heart cry has always been, I just want to sing and I just want to help people. And, um, 
you know, when you're trying to even help yourself, I think the best thing you can do is just belt out a praise and, you know, belt out some praise and worship. Even if you're just walking around your house by yourself, having a bad day, if you yeah. do things like that, God enters the room. Yes, exactly. And you said one of your favorite songs to sing is Surely Goodness and Mercy. Shall yeah. yeah. Can you sing a little bit of that for us? That started when I was just a little girl. Um, I, I re- actually remember my mom singing it sometimes going around the house and we always grew up with that song. But yeah, yeah, I had a friend who um, just the other, well, just it's been a little while now, but he called me one day and said, hey, you, you just gave me a butt call. And I, oh, I'm sorry. He goes, yeah, <laughs> you're the vacuum cleaner and you were singing, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days, all the days of my life. And I'm like, well, okay, I sing that a lot. And when I'm cleaning house, I probably should clean house more and sing more. Um, <laughs> that's one of the ones that, and, um, because you know what? His goodness and mercy is with us all the time. No matter what's yeah. going on, no matter what we're facing, no matter what the phone call says when you get a phone call, no matter, you know, no matter what happens, goodness and mercy is always there and mercy is new every morning. And I'm so grateful for that. Yes, I know. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that all things are going well all the time and you never have any problems or struggles or nope. anything happen. And so, <laughs> so you and I have both been through a couple of things. Do you feel like talking about something that happened to you <laughs> and maybe how you overcame sure. and have walked on with the Lord? Praise God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the husband that I met at Rama. Uh, we were married for 24 years and, um, I have two wonderful kids from that marriage, but it ended in 2005, um, was complete then. And, um, you know, I never knew when I got married, I never got married thinking, oh, if this doesn't work out, we'll get a divorce. That was, I call it the D word. That was never in my mindset at all. Um, but things happen and, you know, sometimes things out of my control things yeah. that I couldn't do anything about. And so uh, we raised our kids and I, you know, um, anyway, um, yeah, out of my control. So we divorced in, um, in 2005. And mm-hmm. at that time, because of the way, um, I don't want to say he had the most crooked attorney because that doesn't <laughs> sound very nice, but because of the way everything happened, I ended up, um, with with nothing basically and so couldn't even go to the store and buy a gallon of milk unless i called my mother and said can i, I you know i gotta buy groceries mm-hmm. but um anyway um god saw me through i got a full-time job then at a, a church and uh, worked there for the next 10 years so um yeah i i, I never you know you, you feel like your whole world is blown up yeah um especially because he was quite um, popular, I guess you would say, in in a certain stream of ministry. And um, with that, uh, of course, he was what I kind of, you know, he's kind of somebody's golden boy is kind of what I called it. And so I kind of got thrown to the side and Mm -hmm. everybody just believed him and nobody even asked me. So that made it really 
difficult, made it difficult for me and my kids as well. Um, sure. But you know what? God knows everything. And yeah. he came through the entire time, brought me through, and um, I was able to to keep moving on, yeah. uh, keep keep singing, worshiping, keep doing what I was doing, keep helping people. Um, yeah. You learn to turn off the stuff that you hear that you know is not true right. about you and keep going because, because surely goodness and mercy follows you all the days of your life. And yeah. you just fight before the Lord and keep going and he'll guide you and help you. Yes, he will. And unfortunately, it is um, uh, not common, but kind of common that this happens. You know, there's been, it certainly happened to me and a lot of other women in ministry that I know that served with a a husband for years. And then something happened, like you said, beyond your control. And um, for some reason, it just seems like uh, the women get the worst and are the what do they say? The small end of the stick or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm trying, right. yeah. trying to put no, it in a mom way. No stick at all. Right. Yeah, so, um, left out. so, you know, there might be somebody listening today that's going through this. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but there is, yeah. you can get through it and you yeah. don't have to just barely get through it. God just can bless all the way, bless you all the way through it. And I think that exactly. one thing we had to do, I know in my life, as I had to watch bitterness from coming in mm-hmm. and just yeah. really decide that I wasn't going to be a bitter person. And um, yeah. I know that you well, have decided that too, cause, because you're anything but bitter. You know, you're very kind and have loved and reached out to people right in the middle of your hurt. You know, I've watched mm-hmm. your life and I've seen it. And I think that sustains us, don't you, in the love of God? For sure. I, I made a decision in the very beginning um, to forgive. And um, it was a decision that just kind of fell on me one day. I was driving down the road, and I'd gotten a phone call from my daughter. She was very upset, crying. And uh, I had decided that, you know, now if you make my kids cry, then I get upset. But sure. I had decided that I was I was just gonna I was just gonna start over start my life over mm-hmm. and I got a, a, a phone call from her and driving down the road and I drove up into these people's yard and uh, was getting ready to get out of my car and it was like it was like I had a vision um, I saw a big giant pair of scissors fall out of the sky on a ribbon and it was a lavender ribbon which is kind of fun for me because that's one of my fav- most favorite colors. It's like those old school, old, old, I call them the old school teacher scissors with the big black handles. And it just, it just made a cutting like, like it was snipping the heartstrings that was, that was connected to me. And after that, um, I, I never got upset again. I felt like, um, I don't know. It was like God had just released me from all of that. And now all I had to do was walk through the steps yeah. and, uh, and ended up ministering to some people who had gone through the same, you know, thing a few years later. Right. Um, I, the God's, you know, you have questions. You think, why did that happen, Lord? You know, I never, I thought I was doing the right thing. He was a Rama student. He was right. a minister, all of that. Yeah. And, 
And but you know what? The Lord has used it to help me help others. Sure. And um I think it's beautiful at the end of his life because he's passed on. You were yep. able to be there with your children at times and yep. and uh help and even help him. And yes. I mean that speaks so loudly of your love and forgiveness and the spirit of God working in you that you were even able, you know, to do all that. Um and 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 really genuinely do it, you know. <laughs> so Yeah. I remember the day he called me and told me he was sick and uh I remember out of my mouth came, that's a, don't worry, I'll, I'll help you, I'll help you walk through this and I'll protect your dignity. And when I, after I said that later, I thought that had to be the Holy Ghost because yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't bitter toward him or, or anything like that by this time. Right. But, um, but, that, but that's what I did. I, I yeah. walked with through that whole next year of his life and, um, was his, was the one he called when he needed prayer or he needed help. Yeah. Um, called me and, um, and we were friends in the end. Yeah. So it's a beautiful story. Praise God. You know, the Lord just does amazing works in our hearts and minds. If we'll yeah. allow it to. Yes. And, for sure. and so meanwhile, you met a wonderful mm-hmm. man. Yeah. <laughs> Who's now your yeah. husband. Jesus loves me. Yes. He brought, <laughs> he brought husband. Into my life, um, we actually started dating in, in April of 2006. Um, and then we didn't marry for a really long time, but, um, it was because I thought he was so perfect that I kept <laughs> waiting on the, on the bad part to show up. You know, I tell him, yeah, who's, yeah, who are you really? Cause they say <laughs> true is too good to be true, but he really was, he was, he's like the most true, honest, wonderful man hmm. so you've been married now for eight years and um yeah. eight years and yeah it he gets it's just better and better i'm always got a smile on my face i'm a happy girl <laughs> i'm so and glad he completely supports me in ministry and mm-hmm. um everything i do he's always very happy to let me go isn't that wonderful yeah. um just last week you were ministering at pastor scott webb's church mm-hmm. and Dr. Yep. Jerry Savell there and, uh, you know, it's, it's great that you are out ministering like that and that Marty, your husband is behind you and says, yeah, go and do. And I yep. love that. He's very secure, you know, and that's yes. awesome. Yes, for sure. Praise God. <clears throat> and then you have done a couple of CDs, but your latest one mm-hmm. uh, is just, I can't say enough about it. I mean, it Aww. is just beautiful. Um, what I love, you know, there's a lot of things I love about it, but one of the things is that uh, many of the songs are hymns uh-huh. and, uh, you know, sometimes in churches now we don't hear many hymns. And so right. I, I just, of course, my husband sings hymns. He loves the hymn and plays them. So we hear them in our church and, but they just, you know, every verse ministers so much and tells the story of Christ and the gospel. Yeah. And yep. uh, many of them, what I thought about Rhonda is they talk about heaven. You know, that last stanza, as we used to say, the stanza oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is about yeah. heaven. So it reminds yeah. us of, you know, this. there's more than just this life. Do you, yeah. and, and so I'm so glad that you brought the hymns back in your CD. And uh, t- tell us a little bit about your CD. 
Well, you know, these, these, these hymns on this CD are actually, you know, I grew up in the church and that's all we sang way back yeah. when there was, I don't know. I don't ever remember there being anything such as what we call choruses mm-hmm. until uh, probably the charismatic era kind of started. And of course I, you know, when we moved here, that's the church we went to, but we still sang hymns. And yeah. um, so the hymns were a really big part of my heart. Yeah. Still some day I, you know, I just, sometimes I'll just belt out a chorus walking around the house because it's just, they're just good. Yes. And um, so these particular hymns on the CD are ones that I would, when I was going through my divorce and everything just seemed to be horrible in my life, I would go sit outside on my porch swing and sing basically to myself. Yeah. And so a lot of these hymns on the CD are ones that I sat out there and mm. I sang myself and they and they ministered to me, to my soul. And yeah. so, so when I made the CD, I wanted to, like some of them are, some of the songs are not, um, to the time signature that would be in the hymnal, but I wanted them to be a lullaby fashion where they would minister peace to somebody in the hospital or, yeah. uh, or a mama could put it on, on in her baby's nursery yeah. or rock baby and sing and sing with the the hymns to the baby um to keep alive too in our children today um yeah so anyway so that's that's why i did that so it's it's a lull it's kind of a lullaby fashion i called it hymns of the heart because it so affected my heart coming through those times and it does uh still affect people uh, we put it on many times before our services and it just creates such an atmosphere of peace. Um, we, you know, have it in the car and just listen to it. Uh, when, wow. when there's, you know, there's battles or opposition or things are going on in your life and you're thinking or you're, you know, trying to, uh, come up with a solution, you know, how things can be. And sure. your hymn brings so much peace and just the spirit of God just comes and, and, and dwells that it's just beautiful and uh, i think there's just something about the hymns in fact yesterday i told david i said today i was in a crossfit class <laughs> and uh-huh. the crossfit class when i walked in for the stretching that there was a, a country singer and he was singing in the garden now that's oh wow the, yeah that's the first uh hymn on your cd right yeah well, i love it number three number three number on three. there yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautiful. And I love the way you sing it. But I thought, oh, there's in the garden. And that was my grandmother's favorite song. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody in the class had ever heard it. <laughs> the instructor just put it on because he liked the country singer and this country singer uh-huh. had done it. But there it is. Yeah. And it brought so much peace in the gym. It was really interesting. That's, that's then we really went awesome. To a little, yeah, this was yesterday. And then we went to a little Thai restaurant. And I said, David, listen to that music. And it was crown him with many crowns. <laughs> they, they were playing. Oh my gosh. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and I thought, he said, isn't it peaceful? I said, yes, it is. So it, it just brought such peace and such, um, tranquility. You know, people love tranquility now in yeah. many, many times they'll reach mm-hmm. toward, uh, Eastern religion or whatever. And uh I think no, just turn on the hymns. <laughs> I I think about those apps that 
uh, yeah. you know, they, they, they advertise one on TV now called Calm or whatever. It's like a rainstorm yeah. or something. And I'm thinking, well, you oh, yeah. put music on, you know. Sure. And what better, what better music to have than it being about God and, yeah. and the promise of God and, you know, right. showers of blessing and times and, yeah. Yeah. Just I know. trust in Jesus. I mean, yeah. what would you, what would we do without him? I think what in the world would you, I don't know what people do without Jesus. No, I don't um, either. He, he's been my rock. He's been my, yes. um, you know, the last couple of years has been a struggle for me in, in some different situations and more and more and more. I just have learned to trust completely on him. He's yes. my best friend. Well, Besides sure. my husband. You know, Jesus course. is never going to leave, never going to forsake us. And he's always there. And right. he doesn't ever go to sleep, you know, yeah. while sleeping, he's taking care of stuff and he's behind the scenes working things out for us. Exactly. That's exactly right. Beautiful, beautiful testimony, beautiful life that you have. And um again, it's not that you haven't been through struggles or things or, you know, even tragedy, et cetera, but you have really learned the importance of just letting the daily presence of God fill your heart. And I've watched it and I love it. And you inspire me. And that's why I wanted you to come today and talk a little bit about it. So you earlier we were talking today and you said you had, uh, I guess you do read some devotions every day. Can you tell mm-hmm. us about the devotional you had? Uh, yeah, well, because this is kind of a new thing for me, you know, and um been stepping out in a few, a little bit more. So, yeah, my devotional that was actually yesterday's date was um, uh, entitled um, it's time to advance. It's time to go. You know, you've been stuck, you've been stuck in the same spot for a while now. It's time to let go. Hang on, get my hand and let's go and let's get this done. And um, so that's where I'm at. I'm let's go, let's get it done. Whatever you say, Lord. And every day now, I mean, I've done this for a while, but every day, I get up and the first thing I do is say hello to the Lord, tell him how much I love him. And I say, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I have to do today. What do you have me do today? And let's, yeah. do, let's get it done and get it done together. So mm-hmm. I just ask him to steps and, um, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I say, help me say what I'm supposed to say. Help yeah. me not say what I'm supposed to not say right. and just keep you know, keep me going. Angels go with me, surround me. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, let's, let's get this done and, and let's yeah. get it done for the kingdom of God. That's right. Praise God. Well, I'm right there with you and I believe it is time to advance. Um, yeah. we have really talked about it since really since Christmas, David and I have talked about what we need to do now and we don't need to put it off any longer and just right. make those steps. Even if they're small steps, um, that you know that there's a saying that a journey begins with one step uh, you know you can't get anywhere until you pull out of your driveway first you know just that right initial let's go and uh, i like that what you read about advancement you know it's time to go mm-hmm. forward and well and asking God for the opportunities too you yeah. know give sure. me the opportunity today and make yeah. me aware of the opportunity like you know, and right. you never know who it is. It might be talking to some lady in the grocery store line. You just don't know. And That's you never right. know 
people are going through. When I was going through my divorce and life just was crazy and, you know, I would say to my kids, you never know who you're sitting beside in church, in school, wherever you are. You don't have any, any idea what those people are going through. But God on the inside of you and the Holy Spirit on the inside of you can help you help them. Just yeah. listen to him and then do what he says. It might just be giving somebody a smile, you know. Sure. You, you never know. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rhonda. I appreciate you so much. And we're going to put on the screen um, about your Facebook. And I guess they can go there to get your CD or message you, you know. Right, sure. Because I know that they'll be blessed by that. It has really blessed David and I so much and others, friends uh, of ours. So be sure and order that from her. And um, we just appreciate you so much. Let's let's pray for women before we go. And, um, you know, if they're struggling or um, maybe even if they're not, but they want to advance now and just go forward a little bit and start doing something maybe they've never done before. Let's pray for that too, okay? You want to pray? Sure. Father, we're so grateful and so thankful that we have you in our lives. Lord Jesus, you are just amazing, amazing every day. And you give us power and you give us strength and you give us wisdom and Holy Spirit on the inside of us helps with all of that. So right now, if there is someone listening to this broadcast and they just need your help, they need your guidance, they're asking for wisdom, I just ask you right now, and we agree together that you will make an impact in them where that they know they're hearing from you and you give them direction and wisdom and how to take the next steps. That we're all advanced. We're all wanting just to bring the glory of God to this earth so that we can for the kingdom of heaven. So we thank you for that in advance. And we yeah. just ask you for any any need out there that needs to be that you bring someone into their life and you help them. Yeah. You put someone in the path and you put someone in our path to help. In Jesus' That's name. Right. In Jesus' amen. name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Rhonda. I sure love you. Appreciate you. Love <laughs> I love you. My sweet sister. well thank you for listening today hope you gained some courage to step out and advance in the kingdom of god and do what god's put on your heart to do and you know sometimes it's not always ministry sometimes it's a a thought or an idea and maybe for some kind of uh, family uh, thing in your relationship sometimes it's an idea for a business you know there's so many things that god wants to Help us um, in so that success comes. He wants you to be successful. And so uh, our prayer today, I believe, is working in your life. And God's going to show you some things. So listen to him. Obey him. And I'm telling you, you'll see his glory. Hallelujah. Until next time, we appreciate you and we're praying for you. God bless. Well, thank you for tuning in today to uh, this podcast. We have another one coming up. In fact, it's every other week, the first and third Friday. Hopefully this has spoken to you. If you would like to, we have a magazine. It's called Grace and Faith Journal, and it comes out once a quarter, and we'd love to send that to you. It has interesting articles, and then it tells what we're doing at Horton Ministries International to help people and to minister people around the world. 
If you want to email us at office at scarlethorton.com, then you can uh, give us your address. We can send you our Grace and Faith magazine. And if you're in Tampa, Florida, come see us at Grace Harvest Church. We pastor a local church here. Uh, but we mainly want to pray for you uh, and encourage you. So, uh, again, if you need prayer, email us for prayer. We'd love to do that. And uh, tune in next time. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.